Hey, this is Lamar Jordan, nine-year NFL vet, running back, and you're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises and MyBookie. Be sure to go over and start an account with MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code Steeler Nation, all one word, all caps. Get a double deposit. 50 bucks turns into 100. 1,000 bucks turns into 2,000. That's as much as it'll do. You can't go over that. MyBookie.ag, promo code Steeler Nation to start your betting week this week. And I am happy to have on the show this week, former NFL running back has also started his career with the New York Jets to talk Jets this week. I have the pleasure of speaking with Lamont Jordan. LJ, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now, you come from my neck of the woods, and I remember you from your playing days as a Terp here at University of Maryland. So do you do you still local live locally here in Maryland? Yeah, yeah. I'm still local. I'm always I was always home during the off season. Once my career was over, I was back home doing some coaching and some mentoring and nice. uh, things of that nature. So just um just never really left the DMV. Even when <laughs> I, even when I played with the Jets, the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Broncos, uh, I was yeah. always always found time to make it home. Oh, that's great. Well, I call Mount Airy home. I'm closer to Frederick, Maryland, kind of like in between like the triangle there. Whereabouts do you live? Which town? Oh, I'm I'm closer to FedEx. I'm closer. Oh, to gotcha. Yeah, DC, Virginia. Yeah, you live up yonder. Like, yeah, you, you're down. You're <laughs> down in Lanham. <laughs> no, I'm even further south than that. Oh, you are nice. Yeah, so you're up 270. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Used to travel up there all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's turning into quite a fun area up in this area too. So, um, getting into it a little bit, I know we've had some uh, fans here on our site that have a couple questions for for you, and one of them was they wanted to know. We all have rivals within our division. So who do the Jets players see as their biggest rival within the division? Is it the Pats, the Bills, or the Dolphins? You know, when I was a Jet, it was always the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always just this thing with the Dolphins. I know when I played there, um, I think that we were on some type – it was some ridiculous winning streak that the Jets were like 9-0 and or it was it was just something right. ridiculous. Um Right now, I, I I think I would still say I would still say the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard. I mean, times have really changed. Right. When you look at the a- the AFC East, you know, Bill Belichick is the only coach that's still there from when I was playing. Um, so, you know, it's it's when your team hasn't been winning, it's kind of hard to say that you have a rival. Yeah. Uh, far as i'm concerned but if i had to choose one i would still say it's the dolphins i mean the bills are the bills the patriots are the patriots um but there was always just something with the dolphins cool and i know you're a rookie and, and came in a league a second round draft pick there in 2001 your teammate at the time was his last year there we're talking about um james farrier who came over to the steelers after that so mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on james farrier as both a player and a teammate when you were there Man, listen, I had a chance to play against him. Uh, he was at UVA. Oh, cool. When I was at Maryland as a freshman. Yeah, both it, in the ACC. That's both in the ACC and missed the right. ACC. Oh, gosh, I missed the ACC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but just as a teammate, I mean, he would, to me as a teammate, he was the same way as that he was as, 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 a, as, you know, somebody that I'm competing against. And that was, he was just a competitor, um, hard hitter. Definitely a hard hitter. Um, just just an overall good teammate. That was that was just the way 
that was the best way that I can describe him is that he was just a great teammate. Um, anytime we butted heads in practice, you know, always felt his presence. I hope that he felt mine, but just an overall good teammate, good guy. Awesome. awesome. What are your thoughts as a running back on the Steelers young running back in Najee Harris? I like Najee. I mean, he he's a big back. So, you know, me being a big back, um, you know, I love the big backs. I love when the big backs get off. You know, I feel like the NFL and football, they're trying to do away with the running backs. Right. Uh, running game as a whole. But the fact that, you know, it doesn't matter how good your passing game is. Even when you think about the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl that they won, as far as I'm concerned, that was one on the backs on the back of Williams, their running back. Although yeah. Mahomes got the got the MVP award. Um, if you look throughout just the NFL, the teams that are able to run the ball are the teams that are there at the end. Um, so, you know, I love what I see from him. And you also got another running back there, Warren. That is a great punch that you have. That whole thunder versus lightning situation Mm -hmm. that Pittsburgh has going on there. Um, I had a chance to watch Warren this year. He Mm -hmm. is dangerous. That dude is a game changer. And when you're talking about having to deal with the power of Harris, And then you come in with Warren. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a whole different speed. And so the Steelers, mm-hmm. they they definitely, they definitely have two backs that can get the job done. And nice. for the Steelers, when I when I think about the Steelers and I think about their history and I think about the spirit, to me, every team has a spirit. The spirit mm-hmm. of the Pittsburgh Steelers is smash mouth, hard nosed defense, and a smash mouth offensive game. And it seems like the Steelers have gotten away from that in the past few years. Yeah. Definitely have, and, and good point, too, because Steeler fans have just gotten to learn about who Warren was through the preseason, and then, of course, as an undrafted rookie free agent, becoming the backup. But he was a really pleasant surprise, but we're all happy to see what he's doing so far in the league. Um, now, Steeler fan 448 wanted to know that, how has the culture changed now with your new head coach, and it, it, how do you pronounce his last name? I know I'm, I might get the I'm incorrect. From Kosal. So, yeah, yeah. And are you confident then that this is the type of coach that can turn the Jets into a winner or is there any doubt early in his tenure no I mean there's no doubt and you know if you listen to uh to our podcast Andrew and I we're huge fans of his uh when you watch this team they were the youngest team in the NFL last year um but they were a team that when you turn on the film that they never stopped playing and this year you know yes we lost uh you know we just lost to Cincinnati this past week but this, this team is different this just yes. was different. Um, I felt like last week was a game that we could have won had the offense showed up. Right. Um, so I, I definitely think that not not think I know that he has his franchise headed in the right direction. He he is creating a culture change, and you can tell that the team is taking on his personality. Like he's a fiery guy, and and and, and he's a coach that that he seems like he has he, that he's a hard nosed coach, but he's also a coach that has grace and understands young players has a great coaching staff around him. Um, it's just, you know, right now for a young Jets team, being in a conference with, you know, being in a division with Bill Belichick as a coach, I can care less if Tom Brady is the quarterback or not. At the end of the day, <laughs> Bill Belichick is the coach. So you still right. have to worry about them. And then you yeah. look at what Buffalo has going on up there. Um, right. And it's just like, wow, as a young team, as you watch these Jets the remainder of the year, this is going to be a team that's going that teams are going to have a problem with. 
And that's a statement also being down by 13 under two minutes against a, a huge team like the Ravens being able to come back and win that one with your backup quarterback. I mean, that was a statement game. I was pleasantly surprised to see the Ravens, our, our rival, fall in that game. But it, I think that shows that this is not your normal Jets team, and it's something that Steelers have to be ready for this weekend. Yeah, we came back against the Browns. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, against the Browns, not against the Ravens. Yeah. That's, that's right. Miami came back against the the uh, the Ravens. Yeah, no, yep, Miami. Yep. <laughs> I got my teams mixed up, but either either way, too. I want to know. Um, it looks like Zach Wilson is ready to go this week. I know Flacco's been carrying the ball and, and running the offense. So, how different will the different will the offense be now with Zach running it? I really think it just comes down to how healthy Zach is. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Flacco at the quarterback position. If you're a defensive lineman, you're licking your chops because you know that when he takes the snap, if it's a pass, he's going to he's going to drop back. He's going to be in one place and there's not going to be a whole lot of movement there. Right. Whereas Zach Wilson, he's able to create some things with his feet. Um, right. So I have no you know, there is no doubt that he can get the ball. He can get the job done throwing the ball. For me, it really just comes down to his mobility. If he's able to to get in and out the pocket, scramble and pick up yards, it's going to make this. It's, it's going to change the dynamics of this offense. And it also looks like Quincy Williams is going to be out this week. Um, what do you expect to see out of the second year player there in Sherwood? Losing Quincy hurts because he was playing what he was playing great. Right. He was playing great, and this is a game that you want him at. You got a big back. All right. You know, the Steelers, if if, you, if you're going to have any chance of winning this game, you're going to have to do it running the ball. Mm-hmm. And so for him to be out, that's a huge, huge loss. Um, his backup Sherwood has has he's got some big shoes to fill, but I think that he's he's fully capable of doing it. Um, even with him being out. I'm going to go back to Coach Saul and how the team has taken on his personality. And right. that is that it doesn't matter who's in the game. You're going to go full speed. You're going to do your job. You're going to play the win. And I think that that's the message that he preaches to his team. And so that's a huge loss for the Jets because he's a thunker. He's yeah. a guy that, that you know, when he hits you, your butt is hit. Right. <laughs> he, will, he, will be missed. he will be missed this game. But, you know, yeah. it's the National Football League. You know, if the guy ahead of you goes out, it's your opportunity to step up. Right. Right. What would you say right now that the Jets are doing best on all, on defense? I would say putting pressure on the quarterback. I nice. think that there are two things that I would look at. I would say is that they, they, they are putting pressure on the quarterback um, and flying to the ball. Mm-hmm. Those are the two biggest things that I see from the defense. A, they like – the Ravens don't win that game if any other quarterback is quarterbacking besides Lamar or Patrick Mahomes, the things right. that he was able to do with his legs. Um, right. You look at this game last week, Joe Burrow was able to escape some. He was able to escape the pocket, make some plays. Um, they made I mean, he threw some dimes. There were some tight. There were some tight contested catches that were made. And right. so, you know, those are the two things that when I watch this Jets defense play, hmm. they're going to put pressure on your quarterback with only their down four. And whoever has the ball, they're going to get 11 caps to the ball. And from a defensive standpoint, I mean, what more can you ask from your defense than to put pressure on the quarterback? And whenever somebody has the ball, you get 11 caps to the ball. So watching this game and this matchup against the Jets this weekend, who should Steeler fans start to know? And who is your X factor in this game that Steeler fans will will probably see making plays this weekend against the Steelers? 
I think, and, and anybody who listens to the show, and, and hopefully some of your fans will go over and listen, because Drew and I, we will get more in depth about this game. We will also oh, have, we will also have um, our picks as far mm-hmm. as our bets of the, of the weekend. Mm-hmm. For me, Braxton Berrios. Oh, that's a good name. I think that Braxton Berrios is a guy that you really have to watch out for. Yeah. Um, he 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 can line up in the slot. He's dangerous in the slot, mm-hmm. and. When I look at Pittsburgh, when they bring pressure, they're playing a lot of man-to-man defense behind that, and the middle of the field is wide open. That's somewhere that Berrios does a great job of. Yeah. So I, I really think that that you have to worry about Braxton. But, um, you know, Wilson, you have to worry. We have so many weapons. Right. We have weapons all over the place. But Braxton yeah. Berrios is the guy for me that is the X factor, that when he gets going, um, he – I mean, when he's going and he's hot, as a defense, you have to pay attention to him. He's a kick returner and he's a punt returner. So on the offensive side of the ball, when he gets the ball in space, he's a guy that can make you miss and go the distance. So he's a guy that he's a guy that that that, that the Steelers really need to watch out for. But like I said before, we have weapons all over the place. You have to worry about Carter and Hall out the backfield. You have to worry about Wilson. You have to worry about Moore. You have to worry about Braxton Berrios. And then you have to think about Corey Davis with his size and his ability to go up and make catches over top of people. So um, I, I think for the Steelers, it's 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 really you got to be on your P's and Q's in this game because if you don't, then, you know, we have weapons that can make this a long, long day for you. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Matt Insomniac had a question for you. Mm-hmm. He wants to know, like, as a former player, when fans approach you in general public, uh, what makes for a positive interaction and what makes for a negative interaction? So we're trying to figure out the best way to approach players in public to make it so you enjoy it as much as they do. I would say keep it quick, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And I think that also, you know, looking at the nonverbals of the player, like people have to understand we're humans. We have lives outside of outside of football. Right. And so, you know, you know, if a kid is standing there talking and you come move a kid out the way to get an autograph, I'm not signing an autograph for you. Right. If I'm in the middle of a conversation and you come at me in a disrespectful way, in a disrespectful way could be I'm we're engaging in a conversation and then you just come interrupt our conversation. There are ways to go about getting people's attention. Um, I know for me, there are certain stars that I saw like I'm into movies. You know, there are certain people that I saw and, you know, there's a way that you go about doing it. Hey, if your family is around, I'm at a restaurant. Hey, maybe I'll offer to buy the family dessert or buy a drink or right. something like that. But just remember right. that, you know, pro players, we are human. And and if you approach us at the wrong time, then you're probably going to get some type of attitude. Um, so I would say just be respectful with, with your approach. Keep it short and sweet and never under any circumstances, never put yourself in front of a kid when a kid is trying to get our attention. Perfect. Perfect. Last question I've got from Steeler Nation. Drink Iron City wanted to know, were there any Steeler moments that you might want to share with you playing against them or just any general thoughts on the Steelers organization as a whole? Man, man. You know what? The Steelers fans, man, <laughs> they, they travel. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I play for the Raiders and I think that when you look at the Steelers and the Raiders, those are two teams that they travel. I yeah. mean, I love playing Pittsburgh. Uh, just as a big back, you just knew, you know, I, I played at a time where you had you had Harrison coming off the edge. You had Ferry. You had Troy Pollum. I mean, you had some right. up dogs. <laughs> I mean, 
straight up animals out there. Right. Um, the 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 one I mean, none of my Pittsburgh moments are are, are fun. Mm. Uh, I remember playing in the Meadowlands, uh, snow game. I think both teams were just not yeah. I, I, I remember had, you guys winning that snow game though. <laughs> no, we lost the snow game. Oh, was that the one we? Wow. Okay. Think, okay. Uh, yeah, you all you all won the snow game. I think I had two fumbles on the goal line. Ah. Uh, um, I, I played that whole season with a broken hand. So, oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, I had one hand, and that's that's no excuse. I mean, when when the coaches trust you to play as a running back, your number one responsibility is to hold on to the ball. Um, yeah. I remember that game because a because of the fumbles, but also because it was snowing. I mean, wow, the yeah. opportunity to play football in the snow. <laughs> I think my that, that takes you back to like your childhood, right? When you're out there, yeah, yeah. running around in the snow playing ball. Yeah. Yeah, which which was another reason why I was just I was just so I was so upset with myself. Just that whole day just got off to a bad start for me. It mm. was a blizzard on the way to the stadium. We missed the daggone exit. Oh, man. I'm driving a pickup truck, so I can't go too fast. I mean, it was right. just that whole day was bad. And then I just remember my last moment with the Jets, mm. um, uh, the playoff game where right. we, where we had two field goals missed. Uh, Pittsburgh winds up playing New England the following week and just gets annihilated. Um, and then, oh, no, that was, I, what? yeah, yeah, yep, you're all right. Yep. Yeah, oh, no, no, you all got annihilated. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and, some reason we cannot beat New England in the playoffs with uh, when it was Brady. We yeah, just couldn't. Yeah, 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 I just think about that game with the, with the two missed field goals and mm. just thinking, like, damn, if we had beat Pittsburgh the following week, we would have played up in New England in a snowstorm, yeah. like all these different things, but. When it comes to Pittsburgh, I got a lot of family and friends who are Steeler fans. Um, and when you just think about Pittsburgh as an organization, just 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 class act, just just top, just I mean, when you think about it, what is it? Four total head coaches throughout the history of the franchise. Well, since the Super Bowl area, they're only on three. Yeah, they they had a ton from nineteen thirty three to nineteen seventy or nineteen sixty nine. They had like. 20 but then from 69 up they've only had three well from the times that it mattered right <laughs> Super Bowl era. The times that it mattered, i mean yeah. has has just been there man just a top-notch mm-hmm. organization i know a lot of former players who may have never played for pittsburgh but grew up pittsburgh fans man and and pittsburgh is just one of those teams that like me i can't stand the cowboys no oh, yeah <laughs> neither can we we I have to stand the cowboys yeah. Unless you're playing, unless you're a rival of Pittsburgh, meaning you're Cincinnati or you're Cleveland, um, it's kind of hard to hate Pittsburgh. You have no reason to to dislike a franchise that's just been that's just been as awesome as the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. I had an opportunity to play for Coach Cowan in the Senior Bowl. Oh, cool. And so being able to be around him and then teammates with James Ferry is just, man, right. just, I just have nothing but good things to say about uh, about the team, Pittsburgh, about the team, the Steelers. Well, you are also been a class act as well, Lamont. I really appreciate you being on the show. And, and Steeler Nation, be sure to go and, and follow him on Twitter as well, at CoachJordan34. That's at C-O-A-C-H. J-O-R-D-A-N-3-4. Listen to a show on the Believe Network. What's the name of your show again? It's Believe in Jets. That's B-L-E-A-V in Jets. That's with myself and then my host, Andrew Golden. And I can also be found on Instagram. I'm Lamont Jordan underscore 34. Great. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being part of the show and giving us insight into this matchup as well as insight into your past. And you've just been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, LJ. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. See you soon. All right. <laughs> and Steeler Nation, obviously we got some injuries coming up here with this week, but it's all clarified so far. It looks like Minka Fitzpatrick with his concussion is good to go this week. He practiced fully. He is off of concussion protocol and not listed on the injury report as well as punter Presley Harvin III, Kevin Dotson, and Larry Okunjobi. All of them are ready to play this week. The only person we're going to be missing looks like Witherspoon, who is out with a hamstring. Looks like Wallace and Pierre are going to have to be the ones coming in and helping out with the injury situation there. Now it is time for questions from Steeler Nation, sponsored by Manscaped. Make sure to go out and get the Platinum Package. They got the lawnmower trimmer. They got the Weed Whacker Ear Nose Trimmer. They got the Ball Deodorant, Body Wash, 2-in-1 Shampoo, Boxer Briefs, Travel Bag. Get it all! Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. And we all know what the P for stands for. You down with MVP? Yeah, you know me. That's it. Manscaped. Use promo code Steeler Nation yet again at manscaped.com. Get 20% off your order, free shipping, all from our sponsor at manscaped.com. Go on to steelernation.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's free to join. The football forum is where I take questions each week for the podcast. First question coming from Madden Somniac What is the best way to describe? Sorry. So, what is the status of CA3? Um, Obviously, he's on injured reserve right now. He can come back as early as Monday since uh, playing this Jets game will be four games that he's been on injured reserve. Uh, I don't expect to see him, though, activated unless they expect to bring him up instead of Gunner and have Gunner be the inactive because Sims would have to come off the roster in that situation because right now we really just don't have a spot for him. Uh, he would be inactive no matter what if we bring him up and take Sims off until they can figure out is it going to be Gunner or is it going to be Austin being inactive that week. So right now, I don't know if the Steelers are willing to make that switch at kick and punt returner yet. We'll have to wait and find out on that one. Uh, next question from Mad. So in terms of bad offenses, who was the worst one? The 1998 Sherman offense or the ninth, the 2019 Fickner offense? Um, my own personal opinion on this one, I have to go with the 98 Sherman offense only because they were trying to square peg round hold my boy Cordell Stewart, who was just interviewed here a couple weeks ago and is going to be at the tailgate, the Steeler Nation uh, terrible tailgate this weekend, which I'll talk about here at the end of the show. Absolutely trying to force him into being a pocket passer as opposed to allowing him to be the playmaker that he absolutely was. If he was in kind of these offenses that they have now, like Zach Wilson's going to have at the Jets, like, like um, uh, Jackson has down with the Ravens, honestly, he would have been a much better player and could have even gotten us a Super Bowl instead of trying to force him into being a pocket passer because uh, he was always best at making plays on his own. So that's why I say the 98 offense with Sherman was just kind of a waste of a year. And, you know, even Cordell alluded to that fact when we were talking about that on the show. Um, Cooley man with the next question. Is it time to turn David Anine loose? Yes. Yes, it is. We just got rid of Scott. Obviously, who we we brought up, he's the outside linebacker that we brought up from the practice squad the last two weeks in a row. You bring up a player three weeks anytime during the season from the practice squad, that means you have to roster him. The Steelers poached him off of that roster over there in Tennessee for this reason exactly. They want him on the roster. They want him to stay on the roster. 
It's been three weeks. Now it's time for him to start making plays, and I'm looking forward to it, Cooley, man. And I know you are as well, being a uh, University of Houston fan. Uh, next question from Blitz. If the Steelers lose to the Jets, do you see Tomlin making any immediate changes? Um, personally, no, not right now. I think the games are getting tougher when you got Buffalo, Miami, um, Tampa Bay. I uh, forget who the fourth one is, but the, the tough games are coming up now in this run. So I don't see them making a change before the bye. But if they're still not winning up until that point, it anything can happen at bye week. And that could be possibly bringing in Kenny Pickett, especially if Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky can't get us some wins here between now and then. Our uh, next question from Blitz. Would you venture to say that their 2022 record would end up being? What do you think it'll be? Uh, I stand by this. I said it at the beginning of the season. I think the Steelers get 10 wins. I still think they got a shot at it. Steelers offense is starting to play better. We're starting to see some dividends in the rushing game now with the blocking is starting to improve progressively from week to week. I expect it to be it's at its best this week. If not, it's going to be for a long season and I might have to change my 10 win scenario. But right now I'm standing by it. I still think this is a 10 win team. Paul G. Uh, it feels like the Steelers have already started to wear, wave the re- the white flag this season. It might get us a high draft pick, but I really dislike the amount of growth opportunities for a young offense to become cohesive with each other. Uh, even with capable players on capable playmakers on this roster, this coaching staff can't seem to get out of its own way. I mean, we have some merits. It's a learning process with the new coaching staff. Our defense seems to be doing much better than the offense. But for me on offense, it's just the offensive line getting used to this new system. We're going to see what it is. We got to get past this first quarter of the season. If we're performing well against this Jets game, uh, control the line of scrimmage on both sides. We have something to look forward to, to our next four game uh, portion of the season, the second quarter of the season, which looks to be a very difficult matchup with the teams coming up. But some things looking forward to seeing if they're starting to play well this week, we can be a little bit more optimistic when they start hitting the tough part of the gauntlet of this season. Also stated here, Paul G, that you're not expecting a Super Bowl or a long playoff run this year, uh, but you do expect the players to tackle on defense and to show a little something more on offense. Obviously, the frustrations are there. I feel them as well. We understand them. Hopefully, we're going to be executing a little bit better this weekend and can talk about some positive things here moving forward. Steel Nation, be sure to check out our sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises, over at tseshop.com. Tons of stuff. We're giving away jerseys every week. If you follow them on Twitter, they give away stuff during the games. So that is a way to interact with them at Total Sports ENT on Twitter. Be sure to be part of our vidcast. Looks like we're going to be live on Tuesday this week. At Sorry, on Wednesday this week at 7 p.m. Eastern live. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Steeler Nation to be the first to know when we are going live, so you can jump in and ask your questions to me live on the show, and I take them all. That's youtube.com slash Nation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. Follow us, the, the Steeler Nation podcast, on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. And follow your host, Steeler Nation Striker, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, at SN Striker, Steeler Nation Striker at SN Striker. Thanks for joining us 
for the Steeler Nation podcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to come on over to the Steeler Nation tailgate. I will be there at the terrible tailgate this weekend. 40 bucks. All you can eat. All you can drink. Got a DJ there giving away your stuff. We're going to raffle stuff away. Signed items. 8 a.m. Lot 5A. It's Caddy Corner from the closest corner of PNC Park. Cordell Stewart will be there signing autographs. I'm bringing my jersey. I can't wait to see Cordell in the flesh after having a great conversation with him. But up until that point, Steeler Nation, I hope to see you there. Come up and grab me too. I'll be wearing my, uh, hopefully we'll be drier. <laughs> hopefully we can get some decent weather for the tailgate. But come on over to the terrible tailgate, 8 a.m. And on before the game, lot 5A. See you then. So thanks for joining us for the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, Manscaped, mybookie.ag. I'm your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!